I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made another baby. We are back with season two of the Bristos Made a Baby podcast. We've got another little bun in the oven, and we are so excited to share this journey with you guys. We have a little girl named Hayden. She is one going on two, and soon we're gonna be learning how to parent two little babies instead of one. But first, we got to get through this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in each week as we go on this journey and we'll talk about life and pregnancy up until this sweet little baby pops out. (laughs) We are so excited to share it all with you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's just get right into it. Welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast, season two, episode 12. Today we're going to be talking about weeks 25 and 26. All right. But before we get into all the fun sizes, body changes, symptoms, <laughs> life happenings. Matt has a lot to share this week, you guys. He's having some pregnancy symptoms. Yes. Let's talk about my couple's question. Oh, yeah. All right. Hit me. Which is, if you could live in any state besides where you live right now, where would you live in the Ooh. United States? Ooh, that's good. Wow. Well, we just moved states. We did move states. We used to live in Delaware. Right. That's my answer. <laughs> just kidding. No, that doesn't count. I'm joking. We used or we now live in Pennsylvania, which really it's they're not that far from each other, so it's not like this massive massive move. Um Oh, that's a good one. I feel like I would probably want to live maybe in the South. I don't even know what state. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's so nice down there. People on the East Coast are not that nice in comparison. I mean, it's what we're used to, so it doesn't bother me. But Right. Like whenever you visit the South, everyone is unbelievably nice. It's right. like, what? Right, right, right. why are you being so nice to me? <laughs> My answer is Hawaii. Oh, yeah, that's very you. Yeah. 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 Matt's just like a a surfer bro at heart, except he doesn't know how to surf. Nope. But you you fit the bill. Yeah. It's just perfect weather. I mean, depends on where you live in Hawaii, but... So, would you really... You really wouldn't miss the seasons? I mean, I love the seasons, but I don't know. It would be worth it. I mean, the South, you don't really get the seasons. I think you still get the seasons. They're just uh, mild. Uh, like not Florida, but that's not, I don't mean that. I mean like, like I think you still get the seasons and like you still get a fall, but it's not like crisp and cold, but like there's some leaves that change, I think. Okay. And the winters are more mild, which that would be fine. Although I would miss the snow. I do like the snow. I actually love winter. I think the older I get, the more I appreciate winter. And the yeah, more yeah. you love summer and I don't. <laughs> I don't mind winter. I just like the summer. I prefer yeah. summer. Yeah. I used to love the summer growing up. That was always like my jam. So pick a state. There's so many listening oh, from the state that wants to hear it. I don't know. I, I really... Um, it's maybe you didn't. You haven't visited before. Who knows? Just, I don't know. People seem to love the Midwest is also just saying. So you're completely changing your answer. I'm completely changing my answer. I don't know. I, it's so hard to pick. There's so many states. That's why you got to answer the question. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'd actually go Midwest. Maybe I'd change my mind. Because the South is really humid. Although it gets humid here. I'll give you four choices. All right, fine. I like that better. All right. 
California, Texas, no. Missouri, or South Carolina? Ooh. I would say toss up between South Carolina and Texas. Okay. People seem to really love Kansas City. That's in Kansas, obviously. Uh, right? I think it's in Missouri. Is it really? I think so. Oh, that's embarrassing. Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, you're right. That is right. Why don't you Google it? So then maybe Missouri. Kansas City is in Missouri. Wow. Is it close to Kansas? Why is it called Kansas City? <laughs> Matt loves that I was wrong. <laughs> He's the biggest grin on his face. <laughs> the reason I'm laughing is because I think there was, whether you like him or don't like him, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump like tweeted while he was president. Oh, that it was in Kansas. Like Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> it was completely <laughs> <pretty> wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, classic mix-up then, you know? I wasn't the, <laughs> wasn't is, the I mean, person. If you're not from that area, I can understand it. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess I don't really have an answer, but... So, yes, Missouri so, or okay, South... Okay, but now if you had to pick in the continental United States, because Hawaii is like... Hawaii is definitely your choice, but if you had to pick in the um, 50 states, or not 48, lower 48. I would say either like California or uh, probably like South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Just based on weather. Based on weather, yeah. Um, South Carolina would be fun. It's beautiful down there. Okay. All right. Well, that was a good question. That I didn't really answer. Just pick Missouri, Texas, or South Carolina. Um, I'll say South Carolina because you said South Carolina. There you go. So okay. we'd both be happy. All right, moving on to what's happening in Delaware and Pennsylvania. Uh, in week 25, the baby grew to the size of a cauliflower, which I guess is bigger than a cantaloupe. That doesn't seem right. Um, 13 and a half inches and one, one and a half pounds. That is a skinny baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's really long for that amount of weight. Wow. Probably okay. just ribs. Yeah. Yeah. The hands have fully formed and baby can grasp things. Okay. Which is pretty cool. She could be sucking her thumb in there. She can pedal her feet. So nice. Get ready for that Peloton. Uh, week 26, <laughs> baby grew to the size of kale. Now 14 inches and about 1.7 pounds. Eyes will open soon, but vision not fully developed. Irises currently have no color yet. What color do you think this uh, baby's eyes are going to be? Brown. Brown. Hayden has blue eyes. Or no, what am I saying? Hayden does not have blue eyes. Hayden has straight green eyes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I've never, although my dad says that he has green eyes. I need to like look at his eyes a little more closely. Um, they're not like striking green, like, right, like lime like green, dark like, green. You know, yeah, they're, they're a little bit darker, but they are, there's not an ounce of blue in those eyes. They are like totally green, which apparently is very rare. Um, which is kind of cool. My eyes are blue with a tiny bit of green and Matt has brown eyes, which is a not recessive. What's the other one? Dominant. Okay. So brown is more likely to pass on, gotcha. but Hayden got green. Yeah, <laughs> Neither of us have green eyes. So who knows? Uh, but you don't know for a while. Like they don't, even when they come out, they're not like their full color. Right. Yeah. For a year, I think. Yeah. It took a while for Hayden's to really like settle into what they are now. Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's chat symptoms with this baby getting larger and larger inside of me. Um, kale feels like a much more, 
appropriate representation of probably what's going on. Mm. Cauliflower. I don't know. All these round fruits and vegetables are really throwing me off. Um, anyway, so we kind of mentioned quickly, briefly in the last podcast that we are moving. We're moving to a new house. Um, at this point in time, we've actually already moved to the new house. Um, but now we're going to kind of chat about um, the lead up to that. Um, so obviously we had to pack up our whole house, which we started to do, um, in week 25 and that kind of spilled over into week 26. And, uh, then we actually moved, but packing is a lot of work. Um, I think unpacking is what a lot more work than packing, but, um, just, you know, once you get on a roll, it's like kind of addicting. You just want to like put more and more stuff in boxes and, um, you know, we were kind of tackling it together, but I definitely went a little too hard, uh, when we first started packing. And, um, I also like painted, I chalk painted a table, like a coffee table that we had had that I wanted to make sure it was painted before we moved. And I did that like when Hayden went to sleep and I spent like an hour and a half, like crawling around on the ground, painting this table. I just did way too much. And, um, I had probably the worst episode of lightheadedness that I had had like so far this whole pregnancy. Um, and it was, it was lightheadedness, like big time dizziness, um, where I like couldn't get off the couch. Um, I had like no energy. I just felt awful. Um, coupled with awful Braxton Hicks contractions, which, um, those are super common in pregnancy. They are basically, I've mentioned them before. They're basically like when your belly just like tightens up. Um, and it's kind of like a practice contraction, but it's not a true contraction. Like they don't create any changes to your cervix or anything. Um, they also don't feel like actual true labor contractions. It just, your whole belly feels really tight and hard. Um, and it's just uncomfortable. And I, my, this whole day with this lightheadedness, my, my stomach was literally as hard as a rock, which is so uncomfortable, like sitting, standing, laying down. It doesn't matter. It's just really uncomfortable. Um, and I started to like panic a little. I was like, Oh my God, is this going to be what it's like the rest of this pregnancy? Cause I have a really good friend, um, my friend Chrissy who experienced that in like pretty much, I think her whole like third trimester. Um, she just, I just remember her being like, my stomach is just rock hard and it's so uncomfortable. Um, luckily that was not the case. It was just kind of a day of that where it was constant. Um, I still, I'm getting a lot of Braxton Hicks, but it's not all the time. Anyway, so that was, that was a pretty bad day. Um, I actually had you go to the store and get a blood pressure cuff. Cause I was oh, just yeah. like, I thought you had to go to the hospital. Yeah, he was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. But I just like, this is the worst I've ever been. And I just want to double check um, that, you know, my blood pressure isn't high. And it wasn't, it was a little bit low, which is actually totally normal for me. Um, so that was like, not, that was not fun. Um, and that was also a good lesson right at the beginning of the start of this move where I was like, you can't do all the things you have to, you know, layer in some rest and some relaxation and some downtime because I literally just can't keep up with a non-pregnant Becca pace. Um, cause you know, that's just what happens when you're pregnant. Um, another th- symptom, my boobs are ginormous. 
They are rather large. They are definitely getting ready to breastfeed. <laughs> They've definitely changed. They have definitely changed. It's funny because like before Hayden, I had like pretty on the larger end boob size. So it wasn't like that noticeable of a difference. But then after pregnancy and then after nursing for a year and a half, they, I mean, they were like not even close (laughs) to what they were prior. They were tiny little things. So to go from that to now, huge boobs is just like, what is this crazy? Um, another symptom, I guess, not symptom, but, um, the baby, her movements now are getting like really big, if that makes sense. Um, it's not just like little pokes and little jabs and little kicks. Like I can feel her whole body shifting and like my whole belly shifts. Um, I can feel when she's like on one side versus the other, which is just so fun. It's so fun to feel like an actual baby in there and not just like little flutters or like little jabs. Um, that's just my favorite part of pregnancy. Um, so when that starts to happen, it's just really exciting. And with that, I'm just getting really excited to start prepping for birth. Um, it's, I haven't even really given a whole lot of thought to it, to be honest, because we've just been so busy with everything else. But as we're approaching the third trimester, um, this is very much going to become a big topic of conversation. As far as the podcast goes, it's going to be something that's dominating my thoughts a lot of the time, just prepping my mind, prepping my body. Um, and it's just kind of, it's just like fun, like the anticipation of it all and the excitement of it all. Um, it's just, it's a really exciting time. So nearing the end, I'm just really looking forward to that and, and all the preparation that comes along with it. And a baby, you know, preparation of actually the baby arriving and being here and living here and what they, what she's going to need and all of that. Um, so why don't you, uh, tell us a little bit about how packing went? Uh, I thought packing went great. I, I did a lot of packing. So did you. Matt is the master packer. I did a lot of lead up, up to, uh, pre Thanksgiving and then, uh, once we got back, we were going to have like eight days left and we were in a pretty good place leading up to Thanksgiving. Um, I took everything down from the attic, put it in the garage, mm. uh, which is fairly far way to go. Yeah, that was a major task. Um, yeah, packed about 25, 30, 35 boxes. Um, packing went great. For me, anyway. If you ever need to pack up, Matt is the kind of person you you want because he just is like, he just puts stuff in boxes. He doesn't overthink it. I overthink it. I mean, he, he you know, he makes sure things that have like padding that are fragile and whatnot. Like, right. he's smart about it. But I'm like, it's I'm, like Tetris. It's got to, everything's got to fit. Per- and he's just like, no, you just need to like put stuff in boxes and seal it up and move on to the next one. I'm efficient. Maybe a little risky, but <laughs> I don't, I use padding, but like. If the box is like tight, full, I feel pretty confident. Nothing's going to break. And nothing did break. Yeah. So Um, way to go. Um, One thing when we were packing everything up, it was actually like making me um, like kind of not anxious. That's a little bit of extreme of a word, but just like unsettled. Obviously, of course, you're moving. Um, But just to like be packing everything up and the house just getting more and more barren and just the fact that we were like uprooting 
Um, I just think that just being this, you know, this far along in pregnancy, like this is when you like start to really want to like nest, um, especially as you move into the third trimester, which I'm getting close to here. But um, I was just kind of like getting a little on edge. Like, okay, I, once everything really started to get packed up and like things were in boxes and like it was no longer feeling like cozy in our house. Um, I was just like, okay, I'm ready to get to the new house and I'm ready to get all of this stuff out of the boxes and I'm ready just to start feeling settled and get organized. And like, we were literally taking all of the organization and all everything gets put into boxes and then it's kind of a mess when you have to open everything up and and unpack it all. So that was just making me feel a little on edge. Um, and I was just so ready to to actually complete the move so that I could start the process of, of nesting and getting settled and organizing and all of that. Um, it's crazy as Hayden, Hayden is just turning two and, uh, she, this is her third house that she's lived in. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. That is crazy. I, I feel like it felt, um, and we'll probably talk about this in a later episodes, but it felt more, um, emotional to leave our first house. Cause she like came home into that house. Right. Like, and all we, were, her and we were there days. like four years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but, but yeah, that is, that is crazy. Three houses. Hopefully never, we never move again. Yeah. <laughs> we don't plan on it. So <laughs> hopefully this is it. Um, so another thing that happened this week, it was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it was lovely. Um, we did go down to the shore. We had Thanksgiving with my family. It was just a small, a small group this year, but we did go. The shore um, means the beach in New Jersey. Oh yeah, thank you. Um, and it was nice. We had a good time. So good. The food is so good. Food was good. Turkey. I wasn't like so pregnant where I couldn't like really enjoy the meal. Um, Hayden was born. Well, she was due like three days after Thanksgiving, but she didn't come until December, well into December. <laughs> right. Um, but I was just so pregnant at that point, And I remember just being like, oh, I want to eat more, but I'm just so full. So that wasn't the case this time around, which was kind of nice. Um, so the food was delicious. It was so good. And that was the, that's like really what's, what happened in these couple weeks. It was all about packing up. And then the tail end was enjoying Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which was nice. Um, And then this is kind of funny. I wanted to mention, um, I have had this recurring dream this whole pregnancy. I also had this recurring dream um, with my first pregnancy. And it is, and it's different every time, but it is basically just a dream where it's like present day and I'm pregnant, um, but I'm out and I'm like drinking. (laughs) It's the first time I'm hearing about this. Yeah, I don't think I've ever told you about this, but I've had it probably three or four times so far in this pregnancy, and Matt knows that I am, have like pretty excellent recall, like details of my dreams, even when you're yeah, not it's bizarre. pregnant. Because they say when you're pregnant, you have more vivid dreams. I feel like I have vivid dreams always. Usually when you tell a story, you're very detail-oriented, which <laughs> is fine. It's just a lot. <laughs> I think it annoys Matt. Uh, well, it's like you, you give He's a lot like, of details that are Be more co- efficient. completely unnecessary. Um, <laughs> you got to set the scene. So anyway, you do the same thing with dreams, which is absolutely outrageous. Like <laughs> who remembers like more than 10 seconds worth of. Oh, I could talk for like five minutes probably about a dream. Anyway. So 
I've, I remember having it the first go around and it's happening again. So, um, in one of the dreams, I was at a like Penn state football game. I went, Penn state was where I went to college and we were like tailgating and I was just like having a few beers and I wasn't like super concerned about it, but I was just like, Oh, what the heck? Like, I'm just going to have a couple beers. And then like, as I'm coming to like out of the dream where I realize I'm starting to like have my common sense come back, but I'm not like fully awake yet. I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing? I'm like straight up drinking. I'm pregnant. Like what is going on? What am I doing? Terrible mother. So bad. Yeah. Um, there was another dream where it was also a college, like we were at a bar in college and I was like, I'm just going to have like one margarita. And then I had another one and then I was like a little tipsy and I was like, God, what am I doing? Why am I doing this again? (laughs) It's always that second one that makes you regret it. (laughs) And then it just, it just, this dream keeps happening and it's a little bit different every time. It's like a different scene. It's a different beverage, but, um, yeah, I'm just throw, I'm throwing them back in my dreams. Wow. And what's funny is in, when you're not pregnant, you don't really drink much. <laughs> no, I really don't. Yeah. I mean, you used to, I guess, in college. But. Well, yeah, of course. I did go to a party school after all. But uh, um, yeah, those days are long gone. Um, but I will say, though, I have been craving wine this whole pregnancy. Like mm. red wine sounds so good oh just like a glass of red wine and i know some people drink will have like especially in third trimester that's just not really my jam i'd rather just like wait and like really enjoy it and not have like any you know whatever so um but yeah i am very pumped for uh when this baby does come to be able to have a little bit of wine here and there because it just sounds so good and if you ever have a glass i'm like can i smell it mm-hmm. you do do that <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's been a craving, which is interesting. Obviously I can't have it. Um, that and sushi. Oh my God. I could eat all the sushi. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was a good week. Not very eventful, but packing, which is a lot of work. Um, but you know, it's obviously all worth it. And just really at this point, looking forward to getting settled in the new house and we'll have a good chunk of time. Um, I'll be, you know, at the very beginning, or I was, now we're, because we're actually here, it was at the very beginning of the third trimester when we actually moved. Um, so I have, you know, three months or so to really get settled here and organized here, prep for a baby to be born Whoa. on our bedroom floor <laughs> in, in a tub. Have you, is this the first time you're telling me the podcast? No, we said we're going to have home birth. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're Talk having a home birth. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have baby in our bedroom. Yeah. In a little blow up tub. Birth tub. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I hope you're excited. It's gonna be exciting. Huh. Alright guys, well, I think that's all we got, right? Yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time. We sure will. Alright, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> what was that? Bye bye.